This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to NBA Top Shot Weekly. I am Alex Kennedy, joined as always by Oliver Maroney. And today we have a special guest. He is the VP of Marketing for Panini. We are joined by Jason Howarth. Jason, how you doing? Hey, Alex. Hey, Oliver. How are you guys? Good. Appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. No, no problem. It's a, I think it's going to be fun. We've got a lot, lot of stuff going on here. We're on the, the National Sports Collectors Convention here in Chicago. Then we've got NBA draft night tomorrow night. I mean, it's it's going to be insane. This is going to be a great couple of days. I'm feeling very left out because you guys are both in Chicago at the convention. I'm at home uh, not having any fun. But uh, for people that don't know what the convention is or what you guys have planned, can you kind of walk us through what Panini's doing over there? Sure. For the record, all, I mean, Oliver's hotel room kind of looks like mine, but we're not in the same hotel room. We've already <laughs> confirmed that. So we're good there. Uh, the Sports Collectors Convention is like, I, I mean, first off, like it's been two years because of the pandemic. So, you know, all this all this excitement, all this energy in the trading card space in this NFT space, you know, it's all this pent up. There hasn't been any opportunity for people to actually gather physically uh, until this week. And so they're expecting 100,000 fans uh, through the building um, through Sunday uh, kicks off tonight with the preview and then obviously it's wide open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Panini has our, we'll have our booth set up there. Um, we're going to be giving, a, we're going to be doing, um, so we're going to be doing redemption packs for certain products that you purchase on the floor that'll have unique content in it that you can only get at the national. So I'm sorry to break people's hearts if they're not here um, because that's the only way that you get it. <laughs> uh, which is why people come to the national. Um, you know, it was. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's true. But Oliver is. You know, Oliver is. Getting yeah, I'm ready. Here. I'm ready. I'm ready. We've <laughs> had to do some. We've had some audibles. We had to make too because we weren't sure whether or not this event was even going to happen. They were talking about potentially moving it to September, and so historically, we always have our Panini VIP party, which is like the headline thing at the Sports Collectors Convention. Happens on Saturday night. Um, because of the late window of their, you know, whether or not they were going to do this and because there are some capacity questions still back in June and uh, for Chicago, we, we punted on the VIP party at the national, but we will be doing it later this year. It's going to be absolutely insane. Um, can't share where it's going to be yet, but we've already got it locked in and loaded. Um, we're going to let people celebrate the national before we, you know, 
highlight what we're going to do from a VIP perspective. But yeah, so we'll be there. Um, little surprise, we're going to do a box break of our UFC Select product on Friday. And I guess I can share it. It's been going back and forth. But Georgie Masvidal will be breaking that box in the Panini booth, breaking those UFC Select boxes in our Panini booth uh, on Friday. It's going to be absolutely insane. The product is incredible, um, like all select products, but uh, super excited. That'll be our second product out, out the door for UFC. I love Prism. I love Prism. And don't get me wrong, Prism's like the household name, like the go-to. But Select, to me, is my favorite of the Panini products. And the reason I say that is there's a lot of variety. I like the different, like, you know, the, the different photos, the different types uh, that you can get. I mean, the football, select football this year was amazing. Yeah. Uh, select basketball just has like this near and dear thing to my heart just because uh, like it really felt like it took off last year with John Zion obviously being in the product. But um, just the different types of select that you can get. Uh, I just I love it. I love the variety. I love the way that you guys have kind of taken some of the stuff from prism and other products and kind of melded it into this select brand. I, I, per, like I said, I personally love the prism. I know that that holds, holds yeah. the most value to the collector, but select to me is like just the bee's knees. That's, that's a total, total collector mindset, which is absolutely amazing. I love it because select was one of those, like for the longest time, it was like the little ugly stepbrother to prism. And now it's all grown up and you're like, man, that that or the little ugly steps stepsister that's now grown up is a better analogy. And now you're like, man, you're hot. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, so so I mean, that that's exactly it. I mean, select is I mean, everything we do, whether it's in basketball or in football or, um, you know, UFC now or our soccer select product. It's beautiful. It's it, it's fun to open too. Um, which is great but to your point, Oliver, like there's variety. So like you're seeing something and every card almost feels different in, in the pack. Yeah, no, I just, I, like I said, the variety is great. Um, I own like a Carl Towns rookie select card, like one of the first, you know, first grouping yeah. of select Zach Levine is another guy I own, but like just the card itself, it's like a, to me and everybody has their own opinion. It's like a sleeker version of the prism card. It's like yeah. the new version of it. And like I said, everybody has their own opinion, but I, I've really liked how you guys have handled the select product over the years. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and, 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 I, and you know, since we're in the family, you know, I, I think the one not to, not to sleep on too for too long is Mosaic. I love the way Mosaic looks. It's kind of in that realm of like that family of Prism and Select and Mosaic. And I, I mean, they all have their own personas and their own looks and feels. Uh, each of them super beautiful. And for those that don't understand, it's like this metallic holographic is what drives it. There's a, you know, you tweak it a certain way in the light and there's a different pop, you know, on every one of those cards, whether it be prism select or mosaic, but it's, it's awesome. I love, I love all three of those brands. So the three brands that you guys have, I, I think they're all unique, obviously. And you talked touched on mosaic. I like the white shimmer mosaic personally. Yeah. That's like my favorite. If you can get a Justin Herbert white white, it's like the white on white is just it's it's yeah. sleek. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, touching on just cards, uh, you know, we we've talked about the card 
aspect of it and you're at the national i do want to touch on the nft side of things because uh, you know sure. our show alex and i have talked about it a bunch on different nfts what's you know last week we touched on your guys's product the prism product i ripped a few packs bought a few packs um and i think it's intriguing it's 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 the combination of the instant gratification of getting that like pack opening experience just like you get with cards however you guys have done a pretty good job. I, I talked about some of the things that you guys have done that I think are really, really cool. Like the integration with PayPal in this whole aspect of things. If you I, I look. Yeah. No, no, uh, look, I, I, I'm afraid to see what my PayPal, you know, statement looks like. <laughs> so, uh, it's a good thing my wife won't see it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just think that that like I, I told Alex this last week, I love buying, trading, and flipping. That's part of the hobby to me. Yeah. And I understand you got to hold your, 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 your babies, the things that you love. But to me, part of the intrigue with this, in, in my opinion, with cards, with NFTs, is the buying, selling, and flipping of it. I love something new. And that's probably mm -hmm. why I like Select. Mm -hmm. And so the, the buying and selling experience on your guys' platform, I think, was very, very smooth. And I was very surprised at how easy it was to not only transact, but then to get an email right after you've sold your card and it says like the PayPal notification, like this money's in your account. Look, NFTs, it is clunky. It is a little bit old school it, 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 in certain aspects, like, you know, trying to buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or, and then tra you know, transferring it from one account to another and getting the wallet and this and that. Or, or whether it's even Top Shot at some times, you know, Top Shot takes a bunch of time to withdraw. It, you know, it's it's kind of confusing and clunky as well. And I, I think what you guys have done with PayPal and the withdrawal process, along with the, you know, just being able to deposit money from PayPal, that's just a, a huge win in my opinion. Yeah, no, and it's funny because, you know, we launched our NFT product like before anyone even knew what the hell an NFT was, you know. We launched it in January of 2020 is blockchain. Right. And every blockchain card is a tokenized asset. That's how it works on blockchain. And yeah. so, you know, as we're digging through and developing the platform, one of the things we we're trying to figure out is like, how deep do we go in terms of having to educate the collector and the consumer of like, okay, step one, get a smart wallet. Step two, figure out what cryptocurrency you want. And let's hope that we're, you know, we're accepting that currency on our platform, you know. Now you can finally buy our product when you get the smart wallet and the cryptocurrency figured out. Now you're finally ready for our product. And we're like, no, we just want people to get to our product. Like, how do we get it to, to them as fast and as smooth as possible? And in a way that collectors understand and collectors understand US dollar value of cards. So there's already like a comfort level there. And I also think like it, just knowing how many times I open up a pack, like I'm not even like Karen, I'm like, oh, it's 10, it's 15, whatever, you know, and I'm just, buying more packs and ripping them as I go, you know, because I'm not sitting there trying to figure out some mathematic formula of like what the equation is, you know, today compared to yesterday, you know, I, I'm comfort comfortable in the dollar currency. And, you know, we will have a pipeline here where we're going to accept cryptocurrency as a form of payment down the road. Um, you know, that's on the timeline. Uh, but we're looking at that as just another form of payment. So yeah. you'll still be able to get U.S. current and sell and, you know, buy and, and sell in U.S. currency. We'll still have the PayPal component in there. We wanted everything to be smooth, you know, from that process perspective. And I think the other thing, too, is that, you know, and you, you mentioned like the buy, the flip and all this other stuff. And, and that's 100 percent right. And I think the I, I'm more of a holder 
um, because I'm like, what if he turns into X? That's how I am too. And so, and I think that like, it almost, you almost get that sense because it's a trading card that like, you're supposed to hold it. Like, you know what I mean? Like if it's a different NFT, you feel like, yeah, it's flippable or whatever, but you're like, wait a minute, this is a rookie. Like, I know it's not a great rookie right now, but what if he's like a phenomenal player two or three years from now? Yeah. You know? So you're sitting there just holding, like, I, I'm not going to sell any rookies because, yep. uh, you know, I'll just wait it out and see what happens. And, you know, I'll get burned, you know, but uh, hopefully I have some wins and, you know, some losses to, to balance it out. So Absolutely. I'm curious. Uh, we've seen, you know, back in like March, NFTs blew up and everyone was talking about NFTs. Every celebrity seemed to be launching their own NFT and it kind of like peaked as far as sales, um, you know, briefly. But I think NFTs are definitely in the future. And we've seen our audience with this show, people are very passionate about, you know, different NFTs. Last week, Oliver went on a 20 minute rant about all the different NFTs that he's uh, that he's buying into. He's, he's real deep in the NFT world now. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people that are like that. I'm curious, you know, what do you think the future of NFTs is? And, you know, what are some things that you're looking forward to seeing as NFTs kind of become more popular and even more mainstream? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is, it's like it, the NFT space is kind of in its infancy. And, you know, I think there's plenty of people out there that said that there, there's some going to be some crash and burns, um, you know, and there definitely is in this space. That doesn't mean that NFTs don't, aren't valuable or don't exist. Like everyone's jumping into the space when you get a, you know, when you can get a Taco Bell taco NFT, like, okay, that feels <laughs> a little weird. Right. But you know, for us, like, I, I mean, there's such this long heritage and history in trading cards and trading cards has had such a long, successful, like, tale. You know, you think about, you know, the early 1900s where they started and, you know, or even before that, you know, to now and what's happening in the marketplace from a physical perspective. You know, I think that's the point of differentiation that we have with our products com- compared to some other things out there is that, you know, there's some existing brand equity um, you know, within each of those NFT products that we release, and then you're tying them to a player and a player performance, and there's something special about that. And I think the other part that is, you know, to to Oliver's point, we have so many different pieces of content that are compelling that kind of extend across a player. So it doesn't ever feel like it's getting stale. And one of the other things that's super important, and, and you know, I say it all the time because it's inherent and we have to remind ourselves like the ultimate DNA of trading cards, whether that be physical cards or whether that be NFT cards or digital cards or whatever, is scarcity. You have to manage scarcity. If you don't, then you lose. And like, that's what happened when I was collecting when I was a kid in the 80s. Like, you know, they oversaturated the marketplace. So we're very cautious of like making sure that we balance it out. We get hammered because of like, oh man, I couldn't get a pack today. Like, yeah, but the the base version is numbered to seventeen ninety nine or less. Like, you you know, that's how. Yeah, it stinks, but you maybe win on the next one. You know, yeah. and so and then we've got inserts that are you know five hundred or less. We've got inserts that are launching now at like two forty nine or less. Our blue parallel just launched yesterday and is on fire right now. We just uh, introduced the challenge. Um, you have to complete certain challenges, collect a certain number of blue parallels, and then you get this special NFT card. And the NFT card that we announced this morning was the Giannis Color Blast, which is like just, I'm like, oh my God, game over. But <laughs> Color Blast is one of those inserts that, I mean, if you're not familiar with it, it's 
it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's one. It's my favorite insert of everything we do. Um, yeah, you guys have implemented bias. that. You know, the the select product has quite a few different versions. Like yeah. I, I, you know, the Holy Grail card to me, like when I think about your guys's product, it just it, in my mind and like ripping through packs and whatnot is the Prism Asia Tiger stripe. <laughs> Like to me, that is just a number. Like, if I could have a Luca rookie tiger stripe, like that would be like the supreme card. There but, um, but like very similarly, the color blast is up there in my mind. You know, some of the zebras that you have, obviously yeah. gold and blacks. You know, you could yeah, of course. one of ones, of course. Yeah. Uh, I actually really like you know your mosaic. The uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name, but the one of one mosaics. Are you guys were were doing this year? Yeah. It almost looks like you're in space, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, like cool. I'm trying to. I can't think of the name offhand, but I know exactly the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really cool card. But like the one question I had on the NFT side of things, and what I've I've just been so curious on. There's so many card collectors out there that have been hesitant to jump into NFTs, and there's a bunch of people in NFTs that are hesitant to jump into cards, and like the two are so similar in a lot of ways and a lot of facets that it's just so surprising. And I think it's just the community is obviously being very, very uh, bullish on their own ideas or products and not willing to take risks in other places. But have you guys ever considered or thought of, or maybe you already have this and I don't know where you get the physical card and it also comes with the NFT card as like, you know, yes. it's like in conjunction. Yeah, so that's how we actually launched our platform in January of 2020 was we okay. did a 100 card set and we had a physical card tied to the NFT asset. And we did that primarily because one, collectors, core collectors didn't understand blockchain, didn't understand NFTs. And we're like, how do we get them to understand this and you know integrate them into this new technology and this new platform that's going to be important to us you know, long term? You know, not short term, not like, you know, hype, but like long term sustainability in the marketplace. And so we tied it to a physical card. Um, you know, that was the first first phase. And one of the things like we, you know, we did it across all sports, uh, but we um, we launched a Honus Wagner card. So like Honus has an NFT card out there that we launched mm -hmm. back in January. And I was like, we have to have this guy in our checklist. Like he's so important to the trading card community, um, you know that we need to be the first ones out there with the Honus Wagner NFT. And we were, we're out there and we were able to do it, which was awesome. But so, you know, we've got physical tied to, you know, an NFT asset. That's one of the things that we've got flexibility on from, you know, being a manufacturer and being a trading card company, right? We've done the pure NFT asset. The other thing that we did, and you, you start to see some of this popping up on our platform now as people are finding them is, we put in a redemption card in our physical in our physical products in some yeah. of our products that said, "Hey, you just acquired this NFT blockchain asset. Enter this code at PaniniAmerica.net, and this is the asset you you acquired." And and so people have been buying those cards, those redemption cards, up on you know eBay. You know, some of the old school people that don't care about NFTs are like, "I don't know what this is." I don't know why it's important. I'm just going to sell it on eBay. And all these dudes are jumping in like, oh, my God, that's number to 10. I need to get that number to five. Holy, you know, so they're jumping all over that stuff right now. And those are starting to pop up into the platform now, as you can, as you see on the auction side. Definitely. I want so to I ask this. That, I think that I think that that's what's great is uh, for us. I mean, you know, the thing that we care about more than anything is 
you know, we want to help collectors collect however they want to collect, however, however they want to consume the product. If you want to consume it physically, great, we got you covered. You want, you're into the NFT game, great, we've got you covered. You're into digital trading card apps, great, we've got you covered. So it's all those pieces that kind of work to, you know, to build out that collection because at the end of the day, everyone collects something, you know, and so how they collect them is completely different, you know. Um, you know, so we want to make sure that we're there and we support, you know, each of those, you know, bases and that and build that foundation for the long term. I want to congratulate you guys because you just signed Cade Cunningham to a, an exclusive trading card autograph memorabilia deal. You guys have a number of players on deals like that. Luka Doncic yeah. is another one. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, what's the process? How, how do you guys determine which players to go after? Are you guys like scouting players throughout the year and zeroing in on different guys or is it draft time comes around and you're looking at the top guys that are, you know, being projected. How does, what's that process like? Yeah. So our product development team and our acquisitions team work really well together on that stuff. I mean, it, it's, you know, I, I hate playing fantasy football in our, in our office because there are no such thing as sleepers <laughs> um, in our office. Like every sleeper is gone and drafted in the 12th round, you know, um, because our guys know so much about the players, um, you know, and then, you know, our acquisitions team works so hard, you know, with our product development team to really kind of assess the value, figure out what's what, and, and then figure out how we bring that to life. And so, you know, we announced Cade is an exclusive autograph trading card guy yesterday, uh, right before the draft. Jalen Green is in that mix as well. And we've got a number of other players in the mix as well. Um, on that is exclusive and we're super excited to see what happens tomorrow night. I think we all know where, where Cade's going um, at this point. Uh, and then it'll get interesting, you know, between picks two and five to see, you know, who goes where, uh, but we're, we're looking forward to it. And it's, you know, again, that process is, you know, we're, we're digging in, we're following these guys. We, we know what's happening with them. Uh, certainly there are players that kind of emerge, you know, during the tournament and, and those yeah. guys step up and, you know, and we certainly have those guys locked in um, as well. So there's a number of different ways, you know, we're following it through, you know, is there coming into the, you know, their collegiate game and, you know, being a heralded, you know, all American or whatever, you know, we're watching them uh, and then just waiting until it's time. And so, that waiting until it's time is also changed too. I look at it and yeah. it's July 28th and, um, you know, we're 28 days into the brave new world of NIL. And let me tell you, it is a brave new world. It's insane. Um, you know, so, so much early in its infancy right now, 28 days in, uh, you know, so now we have access to college athletes right from the jump. We just announced three players today is exclusive. Our first NIL exclusive athletes, uh, Derek King, the quarterback from Miami, Matt Carell uh, from Ole Miss, and Graham Mertz from University of Wisconsin, the three quarterbacks. So we announced those guys earlier today uh, for exclusive autograph memorabilia. Um, hmm. That's our first step with the NIL athlete. We're doing a number of different things on a number of different fronts to bring some structure uh, into the NIL space because we have those collegiate rights and we want to do it the right way. Um, and we want to manage these guys and, and because all of those kids that I just named are going to be guys that we have relationships with when they go pro, you know, it, throughout their entire playing career, you know, when they retire, if they're fortunate enough to put on a yellow jacket, you know, 
we're going to be working with them there. So like that touch point has now gotten so much earlier, um, you know, on the football side and, you know, on the basketball side, it's just, it, it, it's gotten earlier by about like 10 months. Right. Cause yeah, reality yeah. is like kids play one year and then they're gone. Right. So we, we already knew that that part's coming, but so, but jumping into the, jumping into it with football first is certainly eye opening. Um, you know, because that process is a, is a bit longer before they can announce to go pro. It is interesting too because I've talked to agents who have said sometimes with these with these prospects, the the longest relationship that they have in their career is with their shoe company or their card company or if somebody's endorsements. Especially now with like the player movement era, guys could be on their third or fourth NBA team, but they've been with the same shoe company and card company throughout their entire career. It's pretty interesting. So the fact that you're getting in even you know earlier now with not only basketball players and football players. That, I mean, that is huge, I think, in terms of building a relationship and that that loyalty. Yeah, totally agree. And I, I would say, you know, the difference between us and the shoe companies is like, if you're fortunate enough to be the dude that gets that shoe deal and can carry that for a long time, I mean, you're talking about like a, a very small group of people, Yeah, you know, in the scheme of things. For us, I mean, we're so wide, so deep that, I mean, these guys are going to have deals with us, you know, forever, you know, like, I mean, 30 years depending mm -hmm. on you know when they come into a league and what sport it is you know because of our relationship and because it's trading cards you know we have that ability to kind of expand out it's funny i was um talking to sean merriman uh the other day on his podcast not to name drop but we we're just we we're on a podcast and, and he was saying he's like oh man you know i, I got some cards i gotta send back to you and i was like sean merriman signing cards for us i love it you know yeah. and like you know, and he's certainly transformed himself from those days as a charger for sure. Um, you know, and, you know, but to just know that like, oh, wow, that's still so cool that you can get an autograph trading card of Sean Merriman. Like, that's amazing. So, um, you know, and it just kind of speaks to like, again, that longevity of the relationship is like, here he is retired. He's got his own podcast. We're talking about, you know, NFTs and trading cards. And, you know, we're talking about the fight game for from a UFC perspective. And, he's still signing trading cards for, you know, from his football days. That's, yeah, awesome. that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, should we, should we try and uh, head on to PaniniAmerica.net and rip over? Yeah. Some let, let me share yeah. my screen. I'm a noob here. Oliver mentioned it. He has open packs before. So this is my first time. So I'm excited to get the experience here. Uh, can you guys see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So where should I start? Which pack would you guys recommend? Just Ooh. the first one here? I'll let Oliver direct this. Yeah, Oliver, help me out. I like the flashback insert packs. Let's scroll down a little bit here. Let's take okay. a look and see what you got. Let's see I think you got flashback, flashback in uh, base right now. Yeah, I would. Let's go with the flashback one. Okay, let's, let's do that. Flashback one. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's do that. And then, yeah, Jason, feel free to walk us through, or you know, if you want to jump in with any, you know, info or whatever about the pack opening experience feel free don't you know you're welcome to jump in here yeah i mean obviously we want to replicate the pack opening experience from a physical perspective in this space too so you you click on any one of those and they'll uh start to flip over here i'm always a middle guy i go middle oh okay. towns there we nice. go I, I can't see it that well who is it carl towns oh carl Anthony towns we yeah talking about him how about that what is yep. that number two is that so uh, one thousand three hundred and two out of seventeen ninety nine. Okay, that's a, that's your base. Yep. Okay. Let me see. You got a good one on the right, I think. Oh yeah. 
Giannis. Oh, <laughs> flashback back already. I love it. Insane. 44 out of 500. Oh, That's great one. That's a great wow. one. Dude, I, so wait, listen to this. So like, great. Wait, listen to this. This is so crazy that you pulled the Giannis because <laughs> – Last night we were doing a um, we were doing this with the Pelicans and we had uh, Kira Lewis, the rookie for the Pelicans, yeah. and he was with Pelicans fans and he was opening them and he pulled the damn Giannis um, wow. out of out of flashback. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? Wow. Here? So I mean, that's that's just incredible. And talk about timing of a player. Uh, yeah, what a great seriously. NBA Finals! What a great way to see him win. Um, you know, and then the, throwing it back to all this stuff like when he just came over for the first time, how like his transformation as a player like physically and mentally is so different. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So this yeah. is 44 out of 500, right? Yep. Wow. The rare ones. Yeah, the flashbacks rare. are great. I love that you guys did this this year in prism too. Cause it yeah. wasn't there initial. Like, y yeah, it wasn't there. It wasn't there in the product before it was just this year, right? You just yeah. implemented this. Yeah. yeah. And I love the, the, like the job ja Morant and the Kevin Durant and just like the flashback prisms are great. I, yeah there's something to it yeah it's super cool to see them like you know throwing it back that way it's cool so for people listening here we got a deandre hunter 570 out of 1799 here yeah um awesome i mean that's a great pack there Giannis, cat the Giannis one especially that's really cool yeah and, and i think the thing that again really cool is that i mean you know especially in the nft space you know one they're even the base is super rare at seventeen ninety nine. Yep. Like it's not, yeah. Um, which is amazing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you've got so, to open up another one now. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. And then I'm thinking. I'm thinking too. I should open up one, and then we can tweet out like a giveaway, and people can retweet it to enter, and then yeah. we'll give away the pack or you know the whole pack to someone that retweets it. Let's do that too. So. I'll open up one more, and then the third one we open, how about, will be the giveaway. That so sound good? You, you can't give away the um, pack per se. There's got to be some kind of, like, transaction on the back end of it. But, like, gotcha. what, we can figure out a way to give away some packs. So, like, why don't we give away – Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, why don't we give away, I don't know, five five insert packs, you know, to fans of basketball news. Wow, that would be amazing. Yeah, so we will, we oh, will wait, make hey, a – guys, like, I, I was just thinking of this, like – Five insert packs to basketball news. I mean, I know that we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but we're going to be doing some more stuff with you around the NBA draft here uh, tomorrow night. So I know we're still working that stuff out. So as yeah, part yeah. of our celebration, we'll give away some uh, five um, insert packs to basketball news fans. I love yeah. it. That's amazing. So yeah, we'll cool. make a we'll we'll put out a tweet and to enter, just retweet this episode. We'll have the stream in it, and then we'll pick someone who retweets it to get some of these packs. Uh, let's open another one so you guys can see what you might be able to get. Uh, we appreciate that. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Let's go. So again, I always start middle, superstitious. Let's go. Ooh. Oh, oh. That's Oliver's boy. Oh, you that's my guy. I have, Jason, you don't want to know how many base, silver, <laughs> green. Uh, I have optic. I have prism. I have every Cole, like every Cole Anthony card you can dream up. I pre I'm I'm going for the whole rainbow here. If he was home right now, he'd it. pick up the stack. I would literally. Pick up the stack. I, I have a stack, stack of like a hundred Cole Anthony rookie cards right now. So Oliver, and, you said something that maybe people don't under don't know unless they're in the prism space. But yes, like the rainbow. So what is it? Explain it. Yeah. So the rainbow is like the the holy grail. That's what everybody like. Big collectors will go for the the rainbow is what they call it. Essentially, it's every color 
of whatever, you know, if it's prism select, I've seen some people go prism select and even more. Yeah. I've seen some people just go for prism and they, they go like there's a prism green, obviously gold is to 10. You got the one of ones, the, you know, but, but most people I've seen do the rainbow. It's essentially uh, your base, your silver, your green, your cracked dices, and then all the numbered cards that Prism offers as well. So right. it's, that's, I'm going to get there. I'm going to yeah, get there. That's, great. that's awesome. That's, that's perfect, perfect description for it. I'm glad I let you say it. Um, yeah, that Kyrie insert. So what was the serial on that? Uh, 21 out of 500. Ooh, nice. Love it. So nice. I, it's crazy because when we do top shot openings, I've had the worst luck. I've never get low serials. Oliver's over here pulling like number one, number two, John Morant's. I get the, I never get anything, but here we are. I have an 87 Cole Anthony. I got a 21 Kyrie Irving. We also got a rookie. Kung Fu. Uh, yeah. Rookie card, uh, yeah. 1,472 out of 1,799. So two great packs. I'll take it. Yeah. And like I said, like those rookie cards, I mean, it, again, number to 1799 and that dude is going to be, going to be a baller. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I, I've got high expectations for him. I mean, he had a good start to a rookie season. I think we're, you know, it's funny. We were talking to Kara Lewis last night and these kids didn't go through a summer league. Like they were drafted yeah. and in like a month they were playing their first professional game. Like it's crazy, they didn't get any of that transition. So I'm super excited for like not only this class that gets drafted tomorrow night to hit summer league, but the the guys that came in last year that didn't get any chance to they just had to jump in like to see what that transition is. You know, as they get through their first summer league, you know, we basically got two rookie classes that are going through a summer league for the first time. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, so super excited for that. And summer league is literally like you know right around the corner. Away. Yeah, years. it's gonna be a crazy couple of you know weeks here. We got draft, free agency, summer league. It's gonna be a lot of fun if you're an NBA fan. Um, that was, I mean, I'm I'm kind of feeling like you, Jason, right now. I'm I'm thinking I'm like, man, I have like 12 more packs in my account, and that's killing me right now. But I'm gonna hold off. Oliver, do you want to open up yours uh, right let's now? Rip one, uh, I'll, I'll rip one open. I have, I, I, I did pull an Anthony Edwards uh, last nice. week when I bought a pack. So wow. I'm pretty excited about that. Still waiting on the LaMelo ball. That would be by That's, far the best. Yes. But let, so, me, let me share my screen here and get this going. Right. Let's rip one here. Uh, you want Chrome tab, this one. Can you see that? I can see that. Yes. Are we good? Yep. Go ahead. I think uh, Jason dropped off here. He might jump back in, but if not, go ahead. You can go, just open up and then we'll try okay. to add him back in in a second. We got to do a flashback. I, I, I need to yeah. see the, it's loading. I'm excited pack. to see the other pack too. Okay. One flashback and one regular base pack. Here we yeah, go. There we go. That works. Okay. I'm going flashback last. Let me pull this one first. Ooh, the man he was just talking about. Wow. Look at that. What's the number? Uh, I'm trying to see it. 596 out of 1799. Not bad. I like it. Right. I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. We'll go to the next base card here. Who do we got? Denny. Wow. I'm a big is Denny a guy. This is a great two pack. rookies. Two rookies. Big wow. Denny guy, by the way. If he doesn't get hurt, I think he's like all rookie second team uh, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, he was, yeah, I was he, impressed. He was, solid. he was solid. And then now for the flashback, let's go. Come on. See someone big. 
Jaw. That's a wow, good one. Wow. Nice. Go. Nice. That's 421 out of 500. So okay. not a bad pack right there. Let's, uh, here we got, we got Jason back. You want to show him? You got two oh, yeah, rookies Jason. here and then Ja. Yeah. I got Kira, Kira Lewis, the guy you were just talking about. Oh, wow. We summoned him. We summoned him. We got him Incredible. in and we got Denny and then Ja <laughs> Morant. I mean, that's, can't ask for much better than that. What was the serial? What was the serial on Ja? Uh, 421 out of 500. So not nice. Not not bad. I mean, any of the serials are good, you know. Right, and Denny, what was Denny's number? Denny, obviously, another great rookie. Well, God, you got two rookies in that pack plus John Morant, which is I know, amazing. very yeah, lucky, that's very amazing. lucky. So um, you want to do one more, Oliver? One your more. base Let's one. Do it. Let's do it. Do I go to, okay. I go to my cards. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna go back. Uh, I'm sorry, my my unopened game. packs. Yep. Let me go right here. Boom. All right. Let's go to a base pack, wave one. I'm excited to see what these ones look like. Come on. Let's get a Lamello. That's, that's, that's. Oh, that would be incredible. So uh, we have a streak, I, Jason. We should inform you on our show for whatever reason, almost every week, especially when we do giveaways, we, we pull LeBrons for people. We've had like six different people win LeBron moments on our show here. So maybe you can keep a streak alive, Oliver, and win a LeBron card or pull a LeBron card. It. We'll see. Ja Morant. Another Ooh, job. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. That's yeah, great. That's a nice 1447. One. That's a nice one. I like it. Let's see what the next one is here. Zach Collins. Okay. Okay. And last but not least, LeBron. Mike Conley. I'm, oh, okay. I'm good with Mike Conley. I'm a big Mike Conley guy. There you go. Solid, no, I like Mike Conley. Actually, here's an interesting one. Serial number 610. It's got a little jersey number in there for Mike Conley. So yeah, Oliver's a big number guy. He's buying area codes. He's buying like things that <laughs> jersey reverse. That's his whole move. He has yep. how many how many Love area it. code moments do you have, Oliver? I have quite a few. Uh, I think it's <laughs> up to like seven or eight. Um, and now it's like for card collect. Like as I will say, I used to card collect and not care about the numbering. Like unless it was a jersey number. And now as I card collect, I'm looking for specific numbers. I'm looking for like how I can get whatever number it is. I still have, by the way, I pulled a uh, contenders uh -huh. uh, out, of a, out of a pack. Contenders Jordan Love jersey number, 10 of 25, cracked ice autograph. Wow. That was That's pretty incredible. cool. Yeah, that yeah. was a cool one. I noticed the same no. thing because I used to be the same way. I never really went after numbered cards. I was going after like jerseys and autographs and like jersey cards were like the coolest thing for me when I was a kid. And then literally, I think it was two years ago, Oliver, I went to like sell some some cards and you were like, oh, show me what you kind of have. And we could talk about what's valuable, what's not. And I'm like, oh, I have all these jersey cards. You're like, yeah, no one really cares about those anymore. <laughs> like it shifted so much, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends on depends on who it is. You know, obviously that Mahomes card that just sold. Uh, yeah, it, and if it's like, million. I mean, obviously, you know, Prime is Prime. Like, you you yeah. get a beautiful swatch, and it's like a game changer. But it, interesting on the area code thing. I never really thought about that, but I should probably start to collect like every five oh eight. You know, because I'm you know from Boston, collect every five oh eight and six one seven, and just represent. I love it. I love, it. I, I love the area code thing. It's just got a story behind it, especially, I mean, I got a Ja Morant area code. And to me, like, you know, Ja's a great player, but he his story, like much of it is made up from how he grew up and where he grew up. And so the area yeah. code's the closest thing to attach where they're from. That's that's how I look at it. So He has a like, yeah, tattoo on too, right? He has a, ta he has a tattoo so it's, of his it's area significant code. significant to on him. His, on so job. at the very yeah. least, maybe Ja will buy it from you in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. 
Uh, <laughs> well, Jason, we want to thank you for your time. This has been so much fun. Everyone follow Jason. As you can see, his, uh, his name right there is uh, account on Twitter. Go follow him. And yeah, uh, have fun, Chicago. Again, I'm very jealous of you too, but enjoy your time out there. Yeah, absolutely. This was fun. This was great. Love. I always love watching people rip, rip packed. It's, it's so fun just to see what happens when, when you get someone inside. Um, so yeah, figure out that giveaway. We'll, we'll get it going and we'll get their usernames and we'll get that stuff out there. Yeah. So go to, uh, my Twitter account right now. I'm going to tweet out, uh, before you guys see this, I'll tweet out the giveaway, retweet the tweet, and then we'll pick one of the people that retweeted it and we'll give you five packs. So definitely check that out. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. Thank you guys for watching and thank you, Jason, for providing that. Appreciate that. All right. Sounds good. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out with us guys. Take care.